Wow, Janet. That was amazing. Really deep and moving. Aye. Well, so, next to the poetry club, we've got a first-timer, and his name is... Trevor. What? What's, what's going on? Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm Trevor. Uh, I do a podcast. Um, it's about poetry mainly, but my friend does a bit about Iron Maiden. I just include him a bit in it, no. just so he feels good. But anyway, here's an example of what I can do. I hope you like it. The poem's called Phantom of the Opera. The phantom drank his Fanta and got into his Mazda. He parked it next to Asda and got a parking fine. That's it. Thank you very much. No! Oh, thank goodness it was a dream. Hello, I'm Wayne, and this is my Iron Maiden podcast. I'm now on Series 3, which is the number of the Beast album, and on this show, I'm going to focus on the first song on that album, which is called Invaders. Now normally, I look at feedback from previous shows, and on the last two shows we've had, there have been an album review show with Killers, and also a feature on Paul Diana, which looked at some of his input, as well as a question and answers session with him. So there was lots to discover in both of those episodes, including an exclusive performance of Wrathchild covered by Depeche Mode, and also Paul Diano's opinions on things such as songs with Bruce Dickinson singing on it to his favourite apples. So there's plenty there to get your teeth into. And I had several comments. Some were very complimentary and, and couldn't believe the Depeche Mode version of Wrathchild. Ian Static 1812 on Twitter says that Paul Diano has turned up an absolute treasure. And he, and he says that he thought a lot about what kind of film it might be used in and actually claims that it might be in a film like Electric Dreams. So that's interesting. I've also had Andy say that it's a cracking episode uh, about the Paul Diano interview special. And there was a mixed response from Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. And he said that we could do that segment with Trevor and the cards every week. And this was regarding his top trumps, of course, and call it Trevor's total waste of time. But he says, don't turn it into an acronym. I'm not sure that quite works. I don't know what a twat is. Maybe it means something in Texas. Moving on to Invaders and the number of the beast. Even if you don't like Iron Maiden. And there are some people who listen to this podcast who aren't fans of the band. And that might shock people. And I don't just mean my mum. I know there are other people who listen to this who aren't that into Iron Maiden. So maybe they're discovering the band through this podcast. As I was saying, even if you don't like the band Iron Maiden, you'll know this song already. Not because it's famous, or it was on a LucasAid advert like Phantom of the Opera, or a top ten hit like Run to the Hills, but because the opening of this song is the introduction to my podcast. So you've already heard that opening section. The song Invaders is about invaders, and specifically Vikings. It's very strange that Steve Harris wrote about this, because he never lived through these times. He was born in 1956, and there were no Vikings then. They'd finished. 
And therefore, I thought that maybe his reference to Vikings and an invasion or invaders was a symbolic one. Perhaps he felt that the charts were full of invaders from other types of music and he didn't like it because Iron Maiden weren't really getting in the chart at this point. We had acts like The Books Fizz and Kid Creole and The Coconuts and I don't think Steve Harris liked those acts. So maybe he felt that they were invading a place that he thought Iron Maiden should be in. It may, it may be that he felt that there was a bit of an invasion from the press because you know, they wanted to know all about the band and asking questions and he just wanted to get on with it and write songs and gig. Some people speculate that people were invading on his thoughts and ideas about the band and maybe that's why certain members were sacked because they had grand ideas about costumes to wear on stage or what songs to play on the tour bus. Or you could just take it at face value and it's a song about Vikings. The lyrics in the song are quite different in style to anything we've seen before. It's more like telling a story about something being observed with factual information rather than feelings. There's less of the I and the you in the lyrics here. Whereas on Killers we had Drifter and Purgatory um, and, and several others. that They all had me or I or you and they felt like they were about either Paul Diano or the, the person who wrote the song like Steve Harris. Whereas in Invaders, I feel there's a bit of a disconnect. And I call this Steve Harris's textbook lyrics. Not because they're standard, which the word textbook can mean, but because they read like they're in a textbook. And there are several other examples of this, especially in the historical songs by Iron Maiden. And I'll look at those later. The first line doesn't sound like any lyric by Iron Maiden so far. And as I said, it sounds like it was out of a book. So I'm going to sort of imagine what it might sound like if it's been read by a professional storyteller. Hi, this is Adrian Smith. Longboats have been sighted and the evidence of war has begun, said old Mrs Stratton wearily. I don't think people really speak like this. If Vikings came to Birmingham um, via our impressive network of canals, I don't think I'd panic and run home to my mum and say, longboats have been sighted. Nothing has been sighted. It's a very strange term. I'd just say, I saw some longboats today. Maybe with a bit more urgency in my tone. This may sound like a criticism, but actually, I think I've worked it out that Steve Harris is just being clever and using empathy to imagine how people, like the Saxons, would have talked or reacted in those times. They, they couldn't send a message on an app or, or use a hashtag like we might do today if we were faced with a Viking invasion. I'm a bit disappointed with the line, many Nordic fighting men. To me, you might as well just say, many Vikings. He's just gone too far with the Nordic fighting men. Once again, I don't think people would have said this. Watch out for the Nordic fighting men. I actually believe that if you'd used the word warriors, that would be better, because it's the same number of syllables as fighting men. Many Nordic warriors, their swords and shields gleam in the sun. I think that's better than many Nordic fighting men. Sounds a bit babyish, the fighting men. While I criticise again some of those particular terms, I feel that the lyrics are very emotive, it's about the frenzy of the Viking attack and that lyrics are a rush to the senses. There's the smell of death, as well as the sight of the longboats, and you can hear the axes grind and maces clash with quite graphic detail. Reading further, I see that it mentions the severed limbs and the bloodied corpses that lay all around. This gave me nightmares, a bit like the butchered remains that are mentioned in Murders in the Room Morgue. It's quite, quite disturbing for a child to read about. 
when his peers are reading Enid Blyton and the Beano. Invaders contained many words that I didn't know in the lyrics. The word pillage and marauding. And pillage means to rob using violence. And marauding means going about in search of things to steal or people to attack. And when I had my Star Wars figures stolen by Caroline Blissett and Thomas Spencer, I told my mum about it and I said, I've been pillaged by some marauders. And she told me not to be so fanciful and stop telling tales, which is quite sad. On the subject of Star Wars, when I used to play with my Star Wars figures, I'd sort of play with them nicely. And then sometimes Darth Vader would enter. And he's, he's the big baddie in Star Wars, in case you don't know. And whenever he entered the scene, I'd sing Darth Vader to the tune of Invaders to sort of mark the importance of his arrival. It went a bit like this. I think it sounded better when I sang it. Um, in sort of, if you imagine a slightly higher version of my voice now. Darth Vader! Probably, probably better if Bruce sang it. But he never came round to play. I think Invaders is a good start to the album. As we'll learn, The Number of the Beast is a classic album with many classic songs on it. Invaders probably isn't regarded as a classic song by most fans, but I think it sets the scene in the same way that The Ides of March does on The Killers album. Just a nice gentle builder, a bit like a satisfying starter on a menu, gets you in the mood for, for the main course. I'd say Invaders is the garlic mushrooms of the Iron Maiden songbook. It's not for everyone. Some people skip to the main course when they're in a restaurant, like some people skip songs on CDs. But I don't think people should skip Invaders. The song Invaders has never been played live. I think this is quite a shame because Bruce could have run around wearing a Viking helmet. And I think a Viking Eddie would have been quite good, uh, although it wouldn't have fit in with the theme of the, the Beast on the Road tour. They did have a Viking Eddie in the Legacy of the Beast video game, though. I think it's important to mention Bruce Dickinson because he replaced Paul Diana as a singer for this album. So our fans might have been waiting to see what happened and how he sounded. If this was their first experience of Bruce on vinyl, they might have been quite impressed because he demonstrates his range and he tries his best to make an impact on this first song. And there's lots of roaring high notes. I did a quick analysis on the second verse and I worked out that there's 3.6 syllables per second here. Now this isn't quite as good as Paul Diano at his best, but it's a valiant effort. The chorus isn't particularly exciting. It says invaders a lot. As I mentioned in this podcast, up until now, the song title hasn't been included within the lyrics on more than half the songs to date. And, and maybe the band were getting criticism for this. So that's why Bruce just kept saying invaders during this song, to prove a point and sort of draw a line under that previous period. You can see this on the rest of the album, where all the titles are mentioned in the lyrics in some way. I focused a lot on the lyrics here, mainly because the music, again, isn't the best. It's just good, which I suppose you know is normally alright, but for Iron Maiden, you expect a bit more. And in fact, here I would use the word textbook for the guitar work, which is a bit harsh. However, the bass track is very impressive, and you can hear that in the intro and, and the rest of it, and I probably would have noticed that so much as a boy. On the previous series of the podcast, I've been going out and trying to get the experience of being the character within the songs, so fans so far have seen me go out and being a prowler and being a drifter, both of which were very interesting. For this, though, I was given advice not to go out and be an invader because 
it's not very nice. Even though I argued that I could just invade people's public space rather than be a sort of vicious warrior, that still didn't go down well. So I've not gone out invading this week because I didn't feel it was appropriate. However, I noticed that at my local scout hut, a Viking group meets up now and again. I don't know what they're doing there. So I went down to have a look. Here's what I found. Hello, what are you doing here? Oh, well, hi, we're, we're a local Viking group. We're, we're just meeting here now and again and we've got an open day today showing what we do. And what do you do? Well, we're, we're a historical reenactment group and we go around the county and we demonstrate what it was like being a Viking. What's he doing over there? He's just doing some crafting. Uh, we, we do all sorts of stuff, crafting. Uh, we do stories. Uh, we do bits about the culture. We do a lot of educational stuff with the schools. And we go around and we're outside exhibitions and stuff like that. Can I join this group? Yeah, it's free for anyone. Anyone can join if you're interested. Do I need to grow a beard? No, no, no need to grow a beard. We, we have all sorts of people here, young and old. Some, some people are not old enough to grow beards. There's no, uh, there's no rule about having a beard. You can just turn up and, and do all sorts of stuff with us. Do you do pillaging or looting? That, these are things that I believe Vikings did. And I'm concerned that there's a group nearby in my, in my community that, that might do these things. Have there been any complaints from other residents? Well, no, of course, we, we don't do things like that. We uh, chasing people or, or, or causing trouble. We do some uh, combat reenactments, but that's about as far as we go. But I, I, I still don't understand why you're here in Birmingham, because Vikings came by the sea, and Birmingham's in the middle of the country. So Vikings didn't come here, did they? So, so why, why are you here? What, what's the link? Well, Vikings uh, did go through the Midlands. They, they, they started in Shropshire, just a bit further down. But uh, generally, yeah, you're right, there's no, uh, no strong link. But again, it, it doesn't matter. We're just sort of educating people about it and, and stuff. We don't, uh, we're not claiming that we're descendants of Vikings. We're just here to show people what, what went on. But yeah, if you want to get involved now, yeah, if we're, we're cooking over there. We've got some crafting. There's some information inside the hut as well if you want to have a read of, of, of what we've been doing. Uh, but yeah, if you get involved, uh, send your friends down. It's just a different experience. So that was an interesting fact-finding mission. I'm not sure if I will join the group because the Viking outfit that I do own is a bit tight. And also, there were some girls there and that might affect my confidence and ability to sort of enjoy myself and relax. So, it's interesting, but it's not for me. Okay, uh, so now I'm going to ring up Trevor, and uh, let's see how he is this week. Hi, Wayne. All right, Trevor, you uh, you all right? You're into August now? Yeah, hopefully you get a bit warmer. July was a bit miserable for the weather. But, um, yeah, I think things are hotting up, and uh, hopefully in the podcast as well, because we're on The Number of the Beast, which is obviously a, a very hot album. Okay, yeah. Um, so what, what do you think of Invaders? Well, it, it means a lot to me because it's the first song that I ever heard by Iron Maiden because someone lent me the Number of the Beast album. So this was the first song I heard. And yeah, straight from those opening bars, I, I, I loved it. it. made me feel warm and nice. Um, I'm quite glad they're at, at the start of your podcast. It's nice that you chose that song, Wayne. So when I hear that, I quite like it. Although sometimes I'll just turn off then once you start speaking. Um, in fact, it's a bit annoying because when I hear the song now, I almost expect to hear you say hello. Um, so I think that it's ruined the song a bit. Well, that's disappointing. I'm, I'm sorry to have had that effect on the song. Yeah, I just chose it. It just felt like a good intro. Um, I mean, there are better intros, but 
a lot of intros by my main go on for longer, whereas I thought this was sort of quite an instant straight in and uh, yeah, get your attention. And then, of course, the attention carries on with my dulcet tones. Yeah, I like Invaders more than a lot of people, I think, because um, I, it was the first song I ever heard, so it means a bit more to me. And also Invaders, I always think of Space Invaders, which I used to really like. I remember we used to go down the youth club and, and play it, and I'd, I'd be on it for hours, and I'd get the highest score. And, and there was top ten on, on the scoreboard, which was Trevor, one to ten. And then I went back the next day, and it wasn't there because someone had turned the plug off overnight. It's quite sad. Yeah, but eventually we didn't need that, did we? Because we had our own computers. Do you remember when we went round to uh, Michael Patterson's and played it? Yeah, that was, they didn't have Space Invaders on the Amstrad, though, did they? Uh, it was 3D Invaders, and it wasn't very good. I remember you told him, and he wasn't very happy. I think I think that was the same day he spilt pop on his Amstrad. I never spilt pop on his Amstrad. We've had this discussion. I didn't spill pop on his Amstrad. I think you did. I think it was black currant. So it was like, I remember the smell on the keyboard. You smelt the keyboard? Yeah, it smelled nice. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't remember much about this. Um, I, I didn't, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan of the Space Invaders games. I think it was a bit, bit rigid. Um, so that's good. Yeah, it is a good song. Um, have you done a poem for me this week? Yeah, I have. Um, I thought I might change things a bit. Uh, with the poems this series um, I'm thinking of doing more performances and getting out there a bit now that things are reopening and I see there's something called slam poetry like street poetry slam poetry? yeah are you making that up? is this another one of your tricks? does slam stand for something? no not not everything's an acronym Wayne uh, poetry slam is more about a performance as well as the words so it's often instant and it's on a stage often in front of a panel so I might do this. I might win some prizes. Oh well, that's that's good. Well, good luck with that. Um, so, so what are you doing now then? You, you're doing. How can we do? A, how can you do a performance on a podcast because we can't see you? Well, I thought I'd add some beats to the poems. Beats. Yeah, like drums. Okay. Uh, well, we'll give it a go. Let's see how it goes. I thought with it being Vikings, I might add like some sort of tribal warrior-like drums. Okay, so. Is this you playing the drums, or, or have you got some sort of recording in the background? No, it's me playing them. Great, okay, well, well, well let's hear it then. The Viking went hiking up a very steep hill, but it wasn't exciting, it gave him no thrill. So the Viking went biking down a quiet country lane, and he had a picnic with Roger. Judith and Jane Hot cross buns And cold rice pudding Let's make ourselves a world Vikings aren't misunderstood in Okay, so uh, A bit strange as usual A Viking doing different things To what you'd expect Perhaps it's a statement about Stereotypes Yeah, I think it is, Wayne uh, Probably we, we sort of judge a lot of people, don't we, based on their background. And maybe it's, yeah, a bit political. But uh, you don't get many political poems, do you, with cold rice pudding in it? And I think it's important to mention these things. OK, well, yeah, the drums uh, were interesting. I'm not sure how much I liked it, but if it fits in with this poetry slam business, then uh, I guess it's a good thing. 
Yeah, I thought it was worth trying. I might incorporate some more sound effects into the poems in future episodes. Great. Okay. Well, we'll speak next week. Uh, it'll be Children of the Damned, so that's important. Again, another good song. So, uh, yeah, I'll speak to you then. Okay. Thanks, Wayne. Bye. Right. Well, we're now we're in the Bruce era, of course. Uh, quite sad that we've uh, left behind Paul Diano, but... Uh, yeah, we have to move on, and uh, it's nice to be here. So uh, thank you for your support throughout the series so far. Uh, you may recall Brucey Babe, who, who was in touch, complaining that I was giving Paul Diano so much attention. Uh, well, she's been in touch on Twitter, which is good, and she said she was hoping for a, a top three from me, uh, more top threes, because she enjoys those lists. And she sent in her favourite invaders, uh, which is quite interesting. So she's put uh, number three, Attila the Hunt, uh, number two, Alexander the Great. And number one, Genghis Khan. Well, that's quite interesting. I haven't done a top three invaders because it's not a subject I'm particularly passionate about. Um, but I think perhaps she's been quite clever there and mentioned two invaders who I made and wrote songs about. So it's quite a nice link there. So thank you for that. She says there's more where that came from for the prisoner episode, if, if I want her top three prisoners. Um, so, yeah, okay. Since recording the show, um, I've had uh, information about Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, which is another podcast, and you'll you'll probably know his name because he occasionally tweets in uh, about the show. And in fact, earlier in this episode, you may recall he, he commented on Trevor's Top Trumps game. He said some nice things about the podcast, but it seems that he's not happy with Trevor's involvement, or more specifically, the change in Trevor's attitude as the series has progressed. So I'll be reviewing this. Because it's quite strange that several times I've had to apologise to Trevor for treating him badly. So I'm not sure what people really think. Some people seem to think that he's hard done by. And others seem to think that he's getting a bit big for his boots. So I've got a bit of a dilemma here. And I'll have to speak to him about this next week. So I'll get his reaction there. I'm delighted to say I've had no messages from anyone with a name that sounds like or rhymes with Hawklord. So that's good. So hopefully that'll continue. If you want to get in touch, I'm at Wayne Maiden on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. And I've got a Ko-Fi page, which is ko-fi.com forward slash wimp. So yeah, I occasionally add extra information on those social media sites to sort of complement the show. So there we are, Invaders done. First episode of Series 3. Hopefully that was a nice starter for the rest of the series. Maybe more baked camembert than garlic mushrooms. And I'll hopefully see you next week for Children of the Damned. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.